Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Okay, Broads, not to brag, but I'm kind of killing it in the kitchen lately. But if I'm being totally honest, I'm getting a lot of help from the sponsor of today's episode, Green Chef, the organic meal delivery kit that makes it so easy eat healthy, even when cooking isn't your strong suit. Not that I'm speaking from experience or anything. (laughs) When you use Green Chef, the hardest part of the cooking experience is going to be going online and trying to choose from their 24 weekly recipe options because they're all delicious. To give you a little idea, on the menu this week, pecan crusted salmon with creamy kale and roasted Mm. carrots, currant maple dressing chicken with Dijon pan sauce, Mm. I mean, restaurant quality meals, and you can make them right in your own kitchen. Green Chef sends you the pre-portioned, partially prepared ingredients and instructions, and all you need to do is prepare and enjoy. It's eating well, done easily. Go to greenchef.com slash chatty135 and use code chatty135 to get $135 off across five boxes. And your first box ships free. Just go to greenchef.com, use code chatty135 to get $135 off across five boxes, and your first box is going to ship free. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. So, how'd you feel about three hours of Bachelorette last night? Well, you know, Becca, it's interesting because before you came, I actually was uh, at our local neighborhood market and I was looking for roses to burn ceremoniously Mm. during this after watching whatever it was that we viewed last night. They had me in for the first two hours, like... Actually, the first hour. They had me for in the first hour. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was in. I was I was fully tuned in. Second hour, I was a little less tuned in. By the third hour, I was like, what the hell? Can we just, can they please stop doing the stupid thing where they bring on the Bachelor set and introduce like five people? You mean the fact, too, that Jesse made it sound like it was going to be this whole new concept? And like, as, was if, like, as if he was surprised? Zach, as if Zach was surprised? I have a, I have something to tell you. Your bachelor journey starts right now. Now, I know. Let's just call a spade a spade. Jesse Palmer is a shitty host. I mean, I have to tell you, I was throughout this stress case of an episode that was just making me anxious, angry, every feeling under the sun, uh, and then very bored in the last, you know, 45 minutes. I was laughing through the whole thing because. Evan was so angry watching Jesse that I was having to pause it constantly. Oh. Can we can Kaylin please just switch seats with Jesse? Like, <laughs> like this is Jesse is is just pure chaos. I'm like, what is he saying? The intonation of his voice is hyping up everything. So I don't even know where you're going. He like the actually like, that is a good the point. bachelorettes in I, I already forgot I legit forgot that Tasha and uh Kaylin used to host I legitimately forgot until you said that right now 
yeah, they were more natural at it than Jesse Palmer was. Oh, but a you thousand need, times more natural. Is Jesse Palmer, like, what has he hosted aside from that stupid, weird Bachelor spinoff where people get engaged on the same I on think the stage? he's done, like, sports hosting. I could be wrong, but I think he's done, I believe he's done hosting before. They need someone with more experience. Like, look, I know, look, I'm not talking about Chris Harrison's views or anything, but he was a post. We, we need somebody who He's can a Ryan Seacrest. So like, let's are, bring in Ryan. Let's bring in Ryan Seacrest. Like, you need someone who knows how to roll with the punches, doesn't get frazzled, can fill in some space with a quip or two. Like, Listen, we see You need it, a professional. We see it. Bring, I mean, I'll say it until I'm blue in the face. Bring in Mark Wahlberg. Or, I mean, Temptation Island. That would be amazing. I mean, can you I mean, imagine? But he is the host of Temptation Island. He is. But can you imagine how good he would be in last night's episode yeah. when they're going through all of oh this? Oh my God. Like, oh my God. It would be amazing. With Tino, can you imagine? It would be incredible. It would be incredible. He'd be like, hold on, let's pause for a moment. And he would interrupt the conversation to try to navigate what's going on. Yeah. And you know that he'd have some things to say with the producers. Remember, we were getting annoyed with Chris Harrison, where he's like, we're like, he's in putting in too many of his opinions, like in terms of, you know, remember how at the end, how in the last few years, how we'd be like, well, you know, so we were like, ew, are you like friends with them? Like, you why are you acting supply? like, why, <laughs> why are you acting like you're in the in crowd? Right. It's like, uh, we need a little more like someone who feels more comfortable in the crowd. I also like did you didn't watch Fuckboy Island, but Nikki Glaser is I've like heard she's, she's a really host. great. I mean, she's just like she does that thing where she's like really comfortable and funny. So she'd just be like, no, 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 wait, hold up. Wait, what, what, what you just said? Blah, blah, blah. You know, like she's going to kind of do that thing. You need someone who is either going to be professional, like game show style host, yes. or you need someone who's going to really be able to like chop it up and bring. Some I mean, humor after to the watching table. Bachelor in Paradise, I'm like, bring on David Spade. Let's have some humor in this, yeah, you know, sure. something. But that was the thing. Jesse Palmer wouldn't stop talking when we needed him to stop and he did not speak when, when we, we needed, needed him, him to, to speak I know, I know. it was God so bless awkward him. I know bless him. it just you know it's but not wow. I don't think this is the right job for him Evan I was <laughs> I was crying laughing because and trust us we'll get there but the moment when Avon came on stage Jesse Palmer stood up with Rachel and hugged Rachel immediately before Avon could get to her. It was the most <laughs> awkward move I've ever seen. And then when he was with Zach and he was like asking him, like, tell me, what are their names? And then be like, whisper in my ear who you think America chose. And Zach's like, no, no. Just making the lead look uh, the, and also so embarrassing. The moments when they were putting up that bachelor set were the longest moments of my life. Oh, I, I could, I could barely, I could barely watch it. Cause I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> I could barely watch it. He and you know, <laughs> they just hired him. So they can't pivot to another host. No, We've gone through four stuck. hosts in the last two years. We can't do another they're new stuck. one. And he seems like a pleasant enough guy. Get so I'm coaching. sure behind the scenes, they're like, we like Jesse. He's a nice guy. Yeah. But like, sure. He does get the job done. Doesn't seem like he, maybe he's a diva he's or not going to rock the boat. Yeah. Yeah. But when get Nathan Fielder to host, <laughs> <laughs> that would Can be you imagine Rick Glassman, please. Um, no, but it was when those moments were so long uh, when they were setting up the mansion. 
it just and then the the what he was interjecting and then when he was making Zach try to remember the names and then saying whisper in my ear he just reminded me of when you're at a family dinner and you have like your like awkward uncle yeah who isn't picking up oh. on the energy of the room where you're like you're making us uncomfortable <sighs> let's not keep doing the bit yeah and he just kept doing the bit oh, <laughs> oh god let's get oh. Ethan Klein to host The Bachelor oh yes that would be good. That would be fire. That, fire flames. That would be some good, like... He wouldn't back down. No. No, he would not. And now I'm just thinking of my podcast host I love. Annie Letterman for... Uh, for Annie a, Letterman would be a 10 out of 10. Hannah Burner would be a... She would Hannah actually... Burner. She would act, Okay, she would actually be, make a good host for a show She'd like be that. amazing. Yeah. There are so many people out there that you could choose, ABC. <laughs> talented folks but i'm sure he's i'm sure that you know jesse's talented in his own way but i don't think this is his lane i just don't think and you know what that's okay you know what's not my lane sports hosting and, eh, we could probably make a i think we could that could be some that could be fun i don't know the difference between a touchdown and a home run okay but that's I'll, true but that's just knowledge you could like you could, sit, could study you could sit in a class and learn about sports and be a bomb sports host Catch me you in three cannot. years and be like, and rounding the third corner. You're like, what you're like, happened? Well, you're like, well, I don't know. I just really feel after last year, last year's season, I don't know why they didn't put him as a point guard. <laughs> you're just like, have, you're a like super opinionated sports host. That would be sick. Um, but you can't teach someone. I mean, you can only to a certain extent. Yeah. It's like you can't teach someone to be an actor. I mean, you can, but like only to a certain point. And then talent's got to take you that extra mile it's kind of the same thing with hosting you can't yeah. teach someone to be the host of the bachelor we could see, they have it or they don't we could see that you couldn't teach zach to be an actor even though it does run in his family oh. with uncle pat because there were a few moments where he was supposed to be surprised that they were going to be doing this on live television and he was like oh my goodness i'm so shocked <laughs> oh, oh my goodness so <laughs> here's the thing Rachel Lindsay. No, I don't know she doesn't want to be in The Bachelor anymore, but she is I mean, a fire host. We all know that Rachel Lindsay would be the best host this franchise could ever ask for. But understandably so, Rachel wants nothing to do with this franchise. And you can double that after last night them not addressing blackface. Well, this is the thing. She went on her Instagram and she's she hasn't been talking about The Bachelor franchise. Yeah. And it was like, remember... When two years ago you had these claims towards anti-racism and then it's very intentional that you made time for everything no, else. That's the thing. Like, I, I just felt like, OK, I, I felt like it was insulting to the audience to bring up the um the ex-girlfriend. Ex so I'm sort of like, I'm sort of like, OK. Sorry. I'm it's Jesse Palmer <laughs> calling. He's mad. <laughs> He's heard what you said. Ah! Um, Like, OK. If you're not going to like touch stuff happening outside of the show, just don't. Why are you going to bring up this ex-girlfriend thing and take the time for that bullshit and not bring up everything else that people have been talking about in terms of the blackface picture? That's what I, for me, I was like, come on. It was it was a 1000% slap in the face to, by the way, the audience on top of the fact not doing what you said you were going to do and protecting the BIPOC contestants and viewers of your show by having this moment of accountab accountability and education, it was also like your audience is asking for you to address this. If you look on ABC's on their Instagram yeah. and everything, everyone's going, so you're going to address the X text and not the blackface? Yeah. And it's just was a blatant like, 
hey, remember how we said we were going to do this? That was performative. And we're just going to touch on the X thing. That was like a really definitive choice to bring up the X thing. Like, I sort of thought what they were going to do was just like talk about, you know, it was obviously a very dramatic finale. I thought we were just going to like keep it to that. But I was like, yeah, why are we taking like 10 minutes of time for him to clear his name about like the X thing? It was such blatant intentionality that it was like, okay, we see you right now. Also, on top of that, with the whole Eric bringing the X text up, it's like they were trying to skirt around accountability by being like, we're going to address this. Um, but what we're trying to do is we need a love story happy ending so bad oh God, that no. we're going to only address the X text portion and not even really address it because there was a whole lot left out of that conversation in those screenshots. Yeah. And we're talking about a franchise, by the way, that their like sacred honor code is you better be here for the right reasons or else we're going to crucify you on stage and on the oh show every time. And that's blatantly what Eric Let's take a break and then oh, I want to hear you. Oh, yeah. Let's take a break and then I want to hear about your. I want to hear about your thing with the texts. Let's let's They're, get at that after we have a word from our sponsors real yes. quick who keep this show going. Yes, thank you. Okay, so broads, it is wild to me that you can spend your entire life with someone like, for example, a parent, and you think you know them so well, and then one day you learn something about them or hear a story, and it's like, what in the world are you talking about? Yeah. How did I not know this? And as I get older, my parents get older and my grandmas get older. And I am really making an effort to make sure I connect with my family and hear every single memory and story and preserve them for years to come. And StoryWorth has made it so easy. Okay, some of you might be thinking you have a ton of time until the holidays, but I am telling you, the holidays are going to be here before you know it. StoryWorth is a great gift because it's not just like meaningless crap. It is something really special. Mm-hmm. How it works is every week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a thought-provoking question. Um, you can get you can choose the questions too if you want Uh, but they do have a huge pool of prompts for you to choose from and then your family or friend gets to answer back with memories stories even personal photos and at the end of the year StoryWorth takes everything and creates a beautiful keepsake book that can be shared and passed down for generations talk about a gift by the way that keeps on giving for real being able to pass down your StoryWorth books through your family is such a priceless gift and is such a fun way to get to hear new stories just when you thought you knew everything about your loved ones. Get to know your loved ones better and pre- preserve those special moments forever with StoryWorth. And right now for a limited time, you can save 10 bucks on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash chatty. That's storyworth.com slash chatty to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash chatty. Oh, broads, this sponsor is so near and dear to my heart because they changed me. Well, they changed my hair, okay? Mm. For years, I've been dealing with hair issues like I've talked about so many times and trying to get my hair longer and thicker. Uh, for me personally, nothing I was using would work until I started using Vegamore. Oh, thank you. I really like Vegamore. Their products are fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's the system you need if you're looking to totally transform your hair without adding a million products to your routine. Also, if you already are happy with your hair thickness, I just feel like it gives you an extra boost for luscious locks. They've got the Grow Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner Kit that gives you visibly thicker hair from the roots. 
And their system takes a clean approach to creating strong, healthy hair. They use a smart botanical system and they never use any harmful chemicals like hormones, parabens, um, and their products are totally cruelty-free. So you can feel good about using them. And it's been about six months, I think, maybe since I started using Vegamore, six, seven. And I would say that within, honestly, the first four weeks, I saw a difference in my hair, which is faster than I have ever seen with a product ever before. And like I said, I just really nothing was working for me Mm. personally. So Vegamore, thank you. My undying gratitude. Not only did my hair look shinier and healthier, it felt stronger and I was shedding way less. If you're a shedder, you know this is the biggest gift of all time. I love the results I've I've had so far and I can't wait to see how my hair looks in the continued months. Um also, I love their dry shampoo. Yes. It's like my favorite dry shampoo product ever. It's the only um, one I use now. It doesn't like choke me like some mm-hmm. of the other ones. I can't breathe after I use it. No. Mm-hmm. Love Vegamore. Give your hair exactly what it's been craving with Vegamore. Go to V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash chatty and use code chatty to save 20% on your first order. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash chatty. So, yeah, I will say, what is your what was your thoughts with the text thing? Because I was pretty like I didn't. What did you think? Okay, you talk. Well, it just. And this is how I felt about many moments in this episode where I was my my body was physically torn. Right. Because I want Gabby to be happy. Sure. Of course. Yeah. Um, But watching this it seemed very obvious to me that they were going to put a nice bow on one part. See, we had two bachelorettes and at least someone's leaving with somebody. Exactly. It, it With the text messages specifically, um, what we saw in the back and forth exchange with him and his ex-girlfriend was that he was blatantly telling her that he was contacted by the show and he didn't want to break up with her. I didn't. I will say this. I did not get the vibe that they were. I felt based on the text like they were seeing each other. I didn't feel like they were explicitly boyfriend, girlfriend. To me, it's it's a neither okay. here nor there okay. situation, okay. Okay. right? Because in the text messages... They were seeing each other enough to be like texting every day and spending the night with each other like every sure. night, right? And then he said, hey, just FYI, I got contacted to be on this show. And it's the, a good opportunity. And yeah. it's a good opportunity. So I think I'm going to do it. But I want to stay with you and let's like fake this thing, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Jed 2.0. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just didn't, I did not get the vibe that their relationship was on the same level with Jed. He was literally like, I love you. We just went on vacation together. Like, see you when I get back, baby. Like, I did feel like, while I didn't think it was right, I did feel like Eric was more like, yeah, it's been great. Sad face. Right. But then he was sending her flowers the day before he left saying, like, I'll never stop thinking about you. Yeah. So my thing, though, is this. Let's just say him and this this ex weren't as serious as as Jed and his ex. Regardless. Yeah. We had someone who went on the show, ended something with someone Uh to go on the show, encouraged the person that they could stay together through it because this is all fake. Uh And I'll see on the other side if you're down. Go look at the text again. So to me, I say, number one, five million red flags. Number two, how many times on this show... 
if anyone questions the process, <laughs> if anyone for sure, I'm, let's let's go back to Cassie on Clayton season. She had a friends with benefits situation, and it was just absolutely destroyed by the franchise. Who, wait, say that again. Who was that? Cassidy on Clayton season. She had a friends with benefits oh, okay. before she I came on, I and it was know, purely friends with I didn't benefits. Know about this. And it became a huge deal on the yeah, show because like, people didn't like oh her. So when you don't like someone, then right. it's like you know he's a piece so of shit. So it's like yeah. how many times on this franchise have we seen someone if they question the process, right. if they were seeing someone right before, if they bring a notebook on to help strategize, yeah. if they question that it's real, yeah, they're done. Yeah. And they get scorned publicly by the franchise. And he did all of that. And I'm not saying that, like, there's not a million people who go on the show who are like, right, I, I'm doing this for the clout and whatever. Just via the franchise, it seems so obvious I, to me. For sure. That it's like, we're going to, like, put it out there because everyone's talking about it and we'll have a moment. But we're going to let you kind of skirt by it. Because we want the happy ending. Whereas in if you yeah. would have been if it if this would have come out with Tino. Right. If these texts would have been from Tino, yeah. it would have been explosive. And there would have been no getting around it. Now, granted, we found out from Gabby that Eric had told her about the texts beforehand. So yeah. this wasn't a surprise to <sighs> and, her. And here's okay, so I'm going through the text right now. So you know, originally he said, whatever, I got some news this morning I talked to you about. She was like, and she said, you even see in this text cut off, not sure how you expect me to feel about it, if that's your decision. Best of luck with like a sad rose. So like, to me, clearly we're seeing context that they're not like boyfriend, girlfriend, because if someone just tells you that you're going on The Bachelor, you don't say like, well, if that's your decision, like best of luck, you know, like over text. I mean, I don't know. People and then relationships says, are different. He said, I know this is an ideal... He said, I wanted to do this to see if there was something else I could do with my life. I like you. Um, I understand if you don't want to see me anymore. You know, okay, it isn't real, but you're right. I'm sorry. And obviously, this was sure of the show. Um, I really didn't mean for this to hurt you. Blah, blah, blah. And then when he got back, I, I don't know. I did feel like people were blowing it out of proportion when he said, like, he said he's still thinking about you. What he said was, I'm so sorry, Amanda. What I did was terrible. I don't expect you to forgive me. I just want you to know I think about you all the time and you really deserve the best. I won't ever forgive myself. I hope you find happiness in everything you deserve. People were saying that as if he was texting her, like, I still think about you all the no, time. I don't. I was like, I, I don't think that like was I don't think that was so much the issue. I think what people were tripping about yeah. was that he said, let's meet up. Yeah. Goes dark on her, and then the day of the premiere decides to be like, we're all good, right? Trying to cover his bases. Ooh. I think that's the issue here. I don't think it was like a, oh my God, he's cheating on Gabby. I yeah. think it was like a, oh, he asked her if she wanted to get back, like to, if he wanted, if they wanted to see each other. Yeah. He goes fully dark on Literally her. On the day. And then the day, the of, day before, the yeah. day before premiere, he's like, by the way, I think you're a great person and I hope you're having a wonderful life and you deserve better. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're like, well, that timing. So yeah. th this is my thing. I think it was shitty. I think it was shitty. I, I, yeah, I think it was shitty. I don't feel as enraged as other people do about this personally. I, for myself, for myself with with the specific text and the ex situation. Yeah. What I felt like watching it was like I said, and he said this himself, it was a cowardly way out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Instead of being direct, mm -hmm. he 
didn't see the relationship going anywhere. Yeah. And he then, instead of ending it with her, he continued to text her and be like, I'm thinking about you like late at night or whatever, instead of just like cutting it off and saying, I don't think it's going anywhere and da, 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 da. Um, but I think for me, yeah, because he didn't text her for like two weeks after the first time where he's like, I hope you can forgive me someday. I made a spell selfish decision. You deserve the best. And then two weeks later, he said he was back with his parents and like sent her flowers to make her smile. Yeah, that was shit. It's him like it's guys do this all the time. Yeah, and totally. I hate it where it's, you know, they're like they they don't like making someone else feel exactly. sad. So they are kind of like, oh, I'm sorry. Like he said, flowers make you smile. It's cowardly instead yeah. of just owning it. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to be just honest and transparent with you. Yeah. So for my thing, I didn't look at it and go, oh, he was he's cheating and da 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 da. It was like, oh, here's a guy who. Uh, like we've said, I mean, throughout this entire season that it's like, there's, he's just like a little, like, it's, it's interesting. Cause like with this stuff, it's like, he's not like super emotionally immature, like Tino, obviously Tino's like super emotionally immature. I just feel like he's kind of emotionally immature, which is like, that's how I just kind of feel about him. I, I, I feel like through, especially in the last few episodes, there were just like, again, in his and Gabby's conversation and the way that there was manipulation in that where it was just like these red flags of, again, if my friend was dating yeah. this guy, I'd be like, I don't know, girl. Like, I would think about these things. Yeah. And then after seeing that and the way that that was handled before, I'd be like, well, here's another thing. And appreciate you, Eric, telling me before the show right. airs about it. But like, this is how you handled the last relationship. Yeah. And now we're starting a relationship and now I'm feeling the way I'm feeling about this. What I could not, for me, what my biggest fixation was with this whole situation was the Bachelor franchise mm -hmm. of it all, was the intentional ignoring of blackface, and then was the, we've seen them in the past, how they handle anyone again who questions the process, who was dating anybody before, and sure. yet he gets a pass because ABC wanted the love story. For sure. That, to me, is where I was, like, really hooked in on the franchise of like, are you kidding me? It's also like a little it's so like blatant. It's also like a, just a little like, I don't know. I just do feel like Gabby's kind of settling. It's kind of like, uh -huh. okay. Like I said, I want Gabby to be so happy. But also, and again, like I said last time, I do feel like he's not on Tino level. And so I do feel like, you know what? Like in a couple years, like he might grow. Their mo love might grow. He might really like, and, and also... I will also say this too, like, you know, it's not, it's, we've said it so many times, like having something bad in your life is like not an excuse to be a shitty person. But I do feel like I have given him a little bit more grace throughout this process because um, he's going through like one of the hardest years like of his life and I do think that like just in terms of like his dad literally died like in July and so like and I know that that's not an excuse for things but I do think in terms of like I mean I can't I just can't imagine being him and like being on the show his dad passing away he's engaged so I also am sort of like you know what in a couple of years he might be in a totally like different place well and that's it's like like I said I hope that they're happy and believe 1000% that people can change it's like I said my my biggest takeaway from this finale was I wasn't even thinking about 
their actual relationship or him, it was the franchise that was screaming in your face where you're like, dude. Yeah. That was that was my thing because I yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. It's um and I don't know if did you catch the the Becca Kufrin moment of it all? No. Um so after Gabby and Eric are up on stage together and they have the conversation yeah. about the they have the conversation about the ex text. They do not address blackface. Yeah. And then they have their like, we're in love and, you know, uh, whatever. Then they have Eric go off stage. And then Gabby is sitting on stage by herself. And um, basically, Jesse directs questions to oh, yeah. Michelle, Becca, right, right. and Caitlin. And is like, do you have any advice for Gabby? And Becca, she says, well... I've been in a very similar position as you, Gabby. Uh, everything is exciting, et cetera. But make sure you're having the right conversations. Make sure you're on the same page about how you want to live your life, how you want to ultimately raise your kids if they're in your future. But it was like, it was Becca was having her. Becca was having her moment Good with the her. franchise. It's like, oh, we're not going to have these conversations. Well, guess what? I'm just going to throw this in there and just make a little statement because remember what happened with me and Garrett? Bro, that guy is crazy. He is really. Uh huh. Oh, anyway. anywho. Um, <laughs> um, do you want to. <laughs> now for Rachel. Get into the Rachel. By the way, just a side note. Um, <laughs> I just have to say this so I don't forget. The beginning of this episode, the pitch black stage the dead silence oh i didn't i didn't know i fast forwarded the first three minutes i always skip to let when me, they start let the me content set the scene for you first of all they drop everything in the first two minutes of the live show <sighs> it was a completely dark stage no music spotlight on jesse palmer and jesse palmer says something to the along the lines of we thought it was going to be a happy ending but after tino's indiscretions texts with eric and his ex we have no idea like what's going to occur this is not what we thought it was going to be and the second he like hit b the lights flash and he goes are we ready for this bachelor finale and everyone's like yes! it was so oh rambling and then someone's in the background holding a sign given of course by producers to the audience members holding signs that say Zachelor Nation, Zach for Bachelor. There was not a single Plans. sign. Plants. <laughs> and then there was All one plans. sign they that just said. They gave people those signs as they were walking in. Oh, but of course. I'm sorry. No one's walking in with a <laughs> Zach for Bachelor <laughs> sign. And no other Bachelor signs, just Zach. And also someone had a sign that just said, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's the joke. The, the Gabby. That's the joke with Gabby. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. I am so dense. I was like, bro. Like, how yeah. lazy. I was like, Zachary how Bachelor. lazy are they right yeah. now? Yeah. And I'm like, Zachelor Nation in a yeah sign. Oh, my God. Gabby. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, wait. Before. I couldn't get over it. I just kept seeing this yeah sign. And I'm like, the laziness. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even trying anymore. Why is it Wow. Whoa! Put on in a sign. yay, like make it a little more jazzy. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Got everyone's feelings for Zach for Bachelor. Um so also, by the way, yeah, you said you said he spoiled everything the first two minutes. Also, we're immediately spoiled with the stupid freaking conversation when Rachel and Gabby sit down to talk about him cheating fat ass ring on Gabby's finger that she's waving around. I'm like, why didn't they just like think about this? Think about post-production and just have her take it off. Also, what I'm confused about is why was it, she it really wearing, pissed me off. Why was she wearing the ring in the first place? Because they can't wear the ring. Yeah, so that means that production told her told to her put, put on the, the ring. ring. Why? Probably because of the editing. They thought that they were going to show Gabby getting engaged first would be my guess in terms of the actual episode. So they were like, oh, we don't want people then to be like, Think, where's why her ring? isn't she wearing is they- her ring? I'm like, come on. So immediately I'm like, oh, they, well. They would have blurred it out and made it even more obvious. <laughs> her hands just blurry as she's waving it. Blurred. People are like, what? What's going what on? What happened? What happened to Gabby's <laughs> hands? <laughs> Um. Yeah, I just was like, okay, well, there's that. She's engaged to Eric. Like, Fully blew it. And you know what's funny is normally this bitch right here mm-hmm. doesn't notice little details. That I didn't miss. You didn't miss that. Rock. I was like, um, what? And because here's the thing about it, I was really, I didn't think that they were going to get engaged. Me neither. So it was a full blow. It. It wasn't like, a, oh, it's so obvious they're going to get engaged. It's been out. Blah blah blah. No idea. Didn't think he was going to propose to her. Thought that they were just going to keep dating. Fully blew it. So I literally couldn't have cared less like during their whole segment. No. I like I was just like, okay, well, he's going to propose and they're still together. Okay. And I don't know. I was just like really annoyed by production in the, the, with that. Well, before. The and the scene, faces too. Again, the faces. It's the, faces. It's At the, faces. the live finale. You're it's seeing the, the devastation and the excitement in the respective women and by the way we discovered that the faces from finale part two that we were saying gave away everything did indeed give away everything you mean finale part one yeah excuse me yes. finale part one. No, we were it, talking about like oh it's so obvious that gabby's engaged and rachel is single and it was a devastating breakup this is very clear and yes indeed it would have been actually a 10 if one of them would have fully faked it the whole time. Let's just say Rachel and Tino would have worked out and it was all, they were all good and Rachel was acting like she was super upset the whole time and fully would have pulled one over on us. That would have been a 10. Well, yeah, I was, I was really confused like that when I was surprised when Rachel and Tino got engaged. Like I actually thought that like shit was going to muck up like before that. Okay. So I was a little like surprised that they actually, that went through. Well, and he got me in that proposal. He fully got me. <laughs> Eric got me too. Eric did the same exact thing. Oh, yeah. Hey, Becca, why do they do that? Eric didn't get me because I already knew she was engaged to him. That's true. I guess I got taken out of it for a minute. I was like, oh, maybe yeah. they don't get engaged now, but they get engaged later. No, I already knew them. But yeah, Tino got me. I was like, oh, he's not <laughs> about to do this to her on the, like, at the, the, at the After podium. After they had their moment the night before yeah. where it was like, you know, Listen, wait. Yeah. I say it. I think I was no no no. I think I was just too I think I was looking into things too hard. But when she told him that and then I realized I think that he was just in shock, but I rewound it a couple times when she told him that he was the only one left and Rachel mm-hmm. told Tino and his face like I swear I saw his face like drop 
like I don't think you're reading into it too much. No, but then he did look genuinely like when he was like hugging her and kissing her. Like I did feel like his face really lit up, and like he's in the interview, like wow, like I can't believe it's just maybe me and her. he then had time to process that. Then this is what he was actually going to do. Yeah, because it definitely the initial one was like, well, it their their conversation before the proposal, I was feeling very off about what was happening. Now, it could be I was very influenced by music, knowing what was coming, but of course, can't help Rachel's it. Rachel's face on the live screen. <laughs> that also was a big tell. Could not, could not watch her the whole time. I didn't pay attention. I'm going to tell you this right now. You know what my notes have? Jack shit during all the proposals because I couldn't pay attention to what they were saying because I was watching... Dad. <laughs> I was watching... Big Tony the entire time about to lose his mind using every... He was about to walk out. Like, at one point, he was literally like... And then had to, like, contain himself and, like, sit back down. Big Tony was using every fiber of his being to try to remain calm and collected for his baby girl. Her parents were so sweet. Them just, like, clutching hands, being there for their daughter. They're really angels. And then when Jesse was like, you know this must be hard for you to watch Big Tony. And Big Tony was like, it is, but I'm just here to support everything my baby girl does. And so I know, I was like, Big Tony. so cute. I know. I love her parents. They're really sweet. My dad um, would have been. I think my volatile. dad, I think my dad would have actually walked out. Like, I think my dad would have got up and walked out. I, I, Cause the kind of what my dad does when he gets really heated, okay. he has to like go for a drive and yeah. like, like when I was giving birth, he was in the wait, like in the outside room of the birth center with like my grandma and like sister and like everyone who was just kind of like literally waiting on the other side of the wall. And he had to like, he's like, I had to go listen to some worship music in the car and go for a <laughs> drive. <Yeah. laughs> Chill Bless out. Him. Yeah. Can't handle it. My dad <laughs> is the type of person who does a lot of yelling at sports games. Um and <laughs> love that. It's for funny him. because of like what you told me about your dad is it's like really like it, it, I just like love my, that. My dad is like a teddy bear. Yeah, and he has the softest soul. He's got to get the rage out somewhere. But he, but he gristles publicly, right? And he does the grumpy public thing and like the, hey, what was that about? I'm like, dad. <laughs> my dad, my dad on this set. If I was in Rachel's shoes. I I feel confident saying my dad would have started talking over Tina while Tina was talking from the audience. Da, 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 da. Heckling up. him, heckling. Shut <laughs> up! Like, oh my god, Dad, stop! If one of the parents started heckling, the it almost got to that point with Maddie and and Pilot Pete's mom. Oh, sweetums! <laughs> do you remember? I that? do remember that. How they were like, like they were going. That was crazy. Well, maybe I'm. This is my conspiracy. I want to go back to Pete's season. Can we just have yeah, another Pete season? Rewind like, that bitch. Bring him back. Bye, Zach. Hello, Hello Pilot Pete. Pete. Um, no, but maybe this is my conspiracy okay. theorist coming out. But during the sit down with the live sit down with Rachel and Tino, at one point when Tino had been continuing to explain and going in circles for too long, I heard a male voice. And I believe it was Big Tony's say, just apologize. Someone said something, but then I felt like Big Tony and the. Yes, maybe it was him. Because I definitely I'm like, heard I'm that. I'm like, what other guy would be mic'd up? And it wasn't Jesse Palmer's voice. I felt like someone just projected loud enough to be picked up on the mics. Maybe. It didn't seem like a yell, though. It, it felt like a. Some people know how to project those acoustics. True. But it was definitely a, a, a male voice yeah, saying, I heard that. just apologize. 
just apologize. I didn't feel it. I felt like I, when I, in that moment, I felt like they cut to big Tony and the mom and I felt like they were looking in another direction. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. Who is this voice? Is Avon. it Sean Lowe maybe? Yeah, Avon's <laughs> Probably Sean. Sean Lowe is the devil. I'm so <laughs> over him. I am so over him. Like, can he just stop sucking Mike Fleiss's dick already? Uh, like, I, I do enjoy some of their, I love Catherine. I enjoy some of their content, but. He, he just, and she didn't get to say anything when they addressed them. He's just like, yeah, well, you know, we're living our dream. I'm like, shut yeah, up, I'm Sean. Like, Let Catherine speak. I, <sighs> I, just to prepare you for this upcoming season, I have a feeling that Sean Lowe will be a mentor because Jesse threw in that thing at the end where he's like, Zach, would you want to hear more advice from Sean? The, how many seasons are they going to bring the, the <laughs> only successful bachelor couple? Ugh, my spitting, I'm getting out of control. How many times are they going to bring these people, Sean fucking Catherine, onto the show? Where's Ari? Where's Lauren? Where's Ari and Lauren? Mm-hmm. Well, they. I don't think they're, I don't, yeah. Yeah, they seem to be. Obviously, we know Rachel is like, peace out. So her and Brian are a no. But yeah, where, I mean, we have a few success we have stories. We've been BIP, more BIP than anything. Jade and Tanner. True. Ashley and Jared. Ashley and Jared, which they're coming on to Paradise. Because we see we more see. success on Paradise. Are there any other married couples that we can think of? Uh, Desiree. Yeah, they're all, that's like forever. That's, though, as far back as John Lowe, right? Yeah, but I think. I get the vibe that she's stays away from the franchise a little bit. Mm-hmm. What about our favorite couple? Trista <laughs> and Tristan Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Where <laughs> are Trista and Ryan? I will never forget when they were doing the recap episodes and he surprised her by like coming onto the Zoom and she's like crying. Do you remember the love story for the ages. An emotional mess you and I were during their bachelor recap episode. I didn't even watch the damn season. It, w- it was, I watched it with my mom. That, that was is, a love story. That locked me into the series. That truly. was a love story. <laughs> and that, my friends, <laughs> is a love story. Anyway. Not whatever is going on with this fucking shit lately. <laughs> well, and Sean's devilish smile as like everything, as like Rachel's oh. getting like uh, everything with Tino and Sean's just like. <laughs> that was. I'm like, ew. That was so jarring during such a heartbreaking treacherous scene and you just see sean smiling in the background i'm like please change the camera angle right now i don't understand this choice i know it's live but my god i know you have quick cues to 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 show others like the twitter fodder is gonna be amazing i'm gonna get so many retreats (laughs) ew okay so anyway I'm dying over here. Okay, so anyway. Um, where were we? They had the conversation the night before the proposal. Anything else to say about that? No, just then we get into the proposal and he tricked me as well, thinking that he was going to flip the script on her. But then after that, it was like a beautiful proposal. Everything sounded so great. Well, lots of foreshadowing in it that was... Oh, so ominous. Also, Tino just says, like, of course, everything was great, but he's always like, forever, me and you. Yeah. Forever. No matter what, I'll never think of any other woman or kiss another woman except you. Like, he always oh, just says no, these crazy things. <laughs> he always just says these, that like, specific crazy, grandiose <laughs> things he can't, like, he can't deliver yeah. on. Like, he just is trying to say, I don't know. It's, yeah. So, anyway, 
I, I but yeah, it was a sweet proposal, and I, I honestly did love the white horse after. So did I. It was romantic. I thought it was, and it was beautiful in that hacienda. It was stunning. Anyway. Well, uh, I it, went to go see if Sean Lowe had any Twitter bangers, anything that really <laughs> topped bangers. off. Oh, wait, I guess he hasn't tweeted. Wow, he used to really pop off on Twitter, but he hasn't been uh, on since June 2020. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> That's weird. Oh, no, since October. Okay. Anyway. Well, first, uh, we catch up then with Jesse and Rachel. Mm-hmm. And... Rachel uh, explains that they were good for a while, but of course there were growing pains. They went through a difficult time, though, then around the premiere, which, listen, I reading between the lines, what I was gathering was Rachel is in the position for the first time ever of being the Bachelorette. She was receiving a lot of heat. Oh, yeah. During this season, and that is so overwhelming, and she probably was really struggling. Yeah. And that gets carried on into a relationship. And then Tino mentions later, I was also struggling, and I don't doubt that there was moments of, like, a, you're struggling. <laughs> like, like, you're getting praised so far. Like, I'm getting torn apart. Also, the, a private couple's conversation could look like, it's clear that production is favoring Gabby and look at me on this in this uh, episode where I'm just getting torn apart. Like all these private conversations that are difficult when being in the public eye. Yeah. But then she says that they healed things and they were doing well. And then Tino starts asking questions or bringing up past relationships and his concern of things surfacing that was strange too because i'm like is this more than one person like curious and also indeed. things must have really ramped up for him to then admit to her that he cheated on her right well so like what was going to come out i have theories and i could be very wrong but my guess is perhaps my guess is perhaps that he kissed this girl even before he said he did mm -hmm. and was all of a sudden thinking maybe we could make it look like it was an ex situation in the past and then now we can't get kind of maneuvers around like potential things that could be said. I can't make this look like a past ex situation. So now I have to admit to you that this just happened and that I did kiss oh, this right, person. Okay. Because like he said, this I was a girl that okay. he had been talking to before right. the show aired. Right. So just a date. We never didn't didn't do anything. Nothing ever happened, apparently. But I'm sure that basically like he he figured out that if he doesn't tell her, it might get out on its own. So what's worse? Or maybe she said something. Or maybe she said, I'm going to say something. She was like, you said that you guys were broken up and like things weren't working out. But Who like knows? now. But it definitely felt like there was motivation to. Definitely. How it was all of a sudden revealed. And that's a good point. Like he might have said it was like an ex. But then now he's like, you know, yeah, he's okay. you're probably you're, you're he's scrambling here trying to figure out like if this gets leaked, how what's going to be the best way. And let's not forget, Tino is a big fan of the show. So he's probably seen people make mistakes in the past. So how are we going to make this 
settle this in a way that's not going to be as explosive as possible. Should we take a quick pause and then yeah. dive into the conversation? Yeah, 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 yeah. Into the, yeah, yes. <sighs> okay, before we dive in, Ross, you may not be headed back to school this fall, but that doesn't mean that you can't take this new season as an opportunity to learn something new. Maybe there's a skill you've always dreamed of learning or a passion you've always had, but you're finally ready to put in the time to master it. Masterclass is ready to help you take on that new subject, whatever it may be on your terms. If you aren't familiar with Masterclass, let's start with the basics. Masterclass is an online platform. Um, they'll help you learn from some of the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. There's over 150 different classes to choose from, all taught by the best instructors in their respective fields and industry. Um, would you like to learn about personal marketing your personal brand with Chris Jenner oh because you can now on masterclass oh. do you want to take my favorite course ever storytelling with David Sedaris you can do all that and more on masterclass oh let's even talk uh let's even let's dive into some more mm -hmm. classes what about tennis basics with the Serena Williams. Okay. Excuse me. Science problem solving with Bill Nye. Cooking with Wolfgang Puck. Literally, like Becca was saying, literally almost anything else you could possibly imagine. Classes are available on your phone, your tablet, or your computer that you can take them. So you can take them wherever works best with your schedule, and you can take them whenever works best with your schedule. Plus, each course comes with additional downloadable materials. You'll get to learn a new skill at your own pace and have a ton of fun in the process. We highly recommend you check out Masterclass. Get unlimited access to every class. And as a Chatty Broads listener, you'll get 15% off an annual membership. Go to masterclass.com slash chatty right now. That's masterclass.com slash chatty for 15% off your Masterclass annual membership. So for the longest time, well, pretty much for forever, I avoided shapewear at the weddings or the fancy parties because I just never had a good experience with it in the past because, hello, uncomfortable and peeing. Uh, but I've recently discovered a new brand of shapewear that's amazing called Honey Love. Wore it to a wedding the other day. Look, I'll be the first to admit my days of clubbing dresses, bandage skirts oh are my goodness, behind me, right? Skirts. But I still have those pieces that are really short and tight that I don't want a panty oh, yeah. line in. I don't want that panty line in, <laughs> but I'm also not looking to flash the world. And I would also love to have a little more of a butt in it. Oh, and uh, <laughs> that sort of shapewear can really come in handy for me. Honey Love is actually so surprisingly comfy. They have targeted compression technology only where you need the support. Um, but it doesn't flatten out your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. And you don't have to worry about it rolling down. That is the most annoying feeling. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much unheard of in shapewear to not have that problem. Facts. Uh, this piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom amazing shape. So yes to all the curves. Yes. And okay, I got to get real here. Like I was saying, the thing that really caught my eye about Honey Love Shapewear over any other brand it has a convenient opening in the gusset of the short. If you have Genius. ever tried to go to the bathroom while wearing shapewear, you know that it is a process, but not with Honey Love. It's amazing. You all know I keep it honest. So there you go. That's my favorite part right there, <laughs> that bathroom situation. Oh, and by the way, I love all of Honey Love's other products. Their crossover bra is incredible. It gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. I have one on right now. It is so comfy. Honey Love is seriously as beautiful as lingerie. The quality is incredible. The details are stunning. So good. Get 20% off at HoneyLove.com with code CHATTY. 20% off at HoneyLove.com with code CHATTY. Calling all our honeys. You deserve this. 
Do you mind if I turn the air on quickly, Becca, so Please. I don't melt in your presence? Please. It'll also help me wake up a little. Okay. Well, before we uh, then see them in their the home together, before Gabby reveals her engagement ring, uh, Jesse does warn us that what we're about to see is going to be difficult. And he also... He's like, trigger warning, you guys. <laughs> he also lets us know later, after we have to watch the most uncomfortable conversation of all time, he says, I know for me personally, that was really difficult to watch. As Rachel's sitting there, I'm like, how do you think Rachel feels? <laughs> Mitch, what? How do you think Big for Tony you feels? For you personally? personally? <laughs> um, wait, so did she talk? Yeah, I guess she talked to Gabby first. I mean... She talked to Gabby first. She just gave her the rundown. And Gabby was just like, you deserve better. Get it, girl. Yeah. Kick him to the curb. I was curious. What do you, did you... Hmm. Rachel kept saying in her conversation with Tino after she like I just want answers do you think that there was any part of her that was willing to like figure I, I couldn't decide whether couldn't she was either. willing to like figure it out with him or not I wonder if he would have just fully owned it mm-hmm. I think that might have been different if he was and all right let's get into what he does so <laughs> By the way, not the ring camera when he's walking up. They're getting <laughs> ring camera footage of him walking in to the house. Um, he comes in. Holding, By the way, someone said, looking like a Jehovah's Witness walking up with that black book no, in his hand. Evan legitimately sitting next to me. God bless our sweet, traumatized Christian background. Evan goes, why is he holding a Bible? <laughs> he's like, is he about to read her scripture? You're like, well, if that you go to Second Corinthians amazing. and we're going to talk about love and what that love looks love like. Love is patient, Rachel. Love is kind. Love does not boast. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, no. Instead of go no, no, that is not what that book is. And it's not the Holy Scriptures. It is the gospel according to Tino. So, yeah, so... He came in to that conversation ready to explain how hard, but how hard it was for him, which was the context we needed to understand why he kissed this other woman. Not only that. What a choice. He refers to it as that tiny thing that happened. He said that so many times. And, you know, I'd like to remind the audience that they at this point have been together for nary two months and we're having cheating going on. It is actually, I did not think about it until now and I don't equate them to the same thing at all, but it is kind of funny in the context of the show. It is kind of grandly ironic that she was literally making out with like two other people the week they got engaged. Well, you know, that's the thing about this show <laughs> where when you really break it down, you go, what are these rules? Is, these unspoken is, rules that have been cr- set this up? This is ridiculous. But yeah, but I mean, how, different context. How wild would it be if he would have pulled that? I mean, if he would have been that like, probably would have been better than reading off whatever he read on his stupid notebook. Um, like that actually would have kind of been, I, I would not have backed it. It's completely different, but I would have been like, oh, shit, if he was like, dude, you were making out with someone else three days before we got engaged. I would have been like, oh, shit. But no, 
Um, but no, he um, he decides to make the choice of um, opening his journal. First of all, he was just reading off the things that she said to him, and it could have been listed on just like one page. Like he didn't need the full journal. Also, he probably didn't need to read it off of the page. Like he was trying to do some sort of dramatic effect by like opening the book and like revealing what she had said but like he didn't need like he could have legit just been like well you said this and like that really hurt my feelings like it was so unnecessary to open the book and read it off the page it also was such a wild move because as he admitted many times in this conversation in the conversation during the live portion that they were not broken up. So this wasn't a Ross and Rachel were on a break situation. Like both parties are saying we were not broken up. And so he knows that he cheated. Right. 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 But then when he's reading off the things that she said, there are things like, I don't know how this is going to work. I can't do (laughs) happy couples like planned. And if, and if we do, uh, like, um, we're Laurel gonna, needs to sleep in a different bed. Which, when she provided context for that later, it made sense. She was like, I need to make sure that I sleep. That was the context of that. I was sleep deprived. But even if that context wouldn't have been yeah, mentioned, these statements are... This is, this if, was, if, if, if this is going to go this way, what did she say? I'm not going to wear my ring at that. That's the one he kept throwing around. Right. I'm not going to wear my ring at AFR. Okay. The whole... Okay. This whole conversation that lasted so long, both this one and then into the live, it was one of those moments where you're like, what you're not getting, Tino, is that it doesn't matter. You're trying to explain your way out of a situation that they're not connected. You cheated, that's it. Ownership, that's it. The, The... 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 extra explanation of again it's all about how you handle this right so like for example um when chris and i were dating we were in a really big fight we were in a bad place we were we hadn't, we're not broken up we were not on a break i went out with friends i was drinking this guy he he kind of kissed me and i kissed him back Sobbed the whole rest of the night, went home the next day. Yeah, I was like so drunk in a in an Uber, like just like with a whole bunch of other people that this promoter had brought out. And I was just like, (laughs) and then the next day I immediately was like, Chris, I did this. I kissed this other guy. Like, I'm so sorry. Like sobbing, like, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Granted, literally, I know he had been running his ass around town and gave me hell for that kiss absolute hell that's beside the point the point is that i directly hit it head on i was like i'm so sorry it will like that will never happen again like i I can't like i'm so i'm so sorry and then he forgave me and then we moved on Mm -hmm. like if tino had just like that had happened and the next day he had called up rachel because for one like you said it seemed like there was some motivator for him to even tell her in the first place was he just not going to tell her 
this is how I feel about cheating in general. Like, you know what I'm wondering? Was he testing the waters talking about past relationships to see how her reaction might be? I don't know. Where it's like, oh, I had this ex and she might say this to see how upset she'd be testing to see how mad is she going to be if I tell her that I cheated on her. I yeah, don't think we're still getting the full picture of whatever no, happened. So. Well, we know we aren't because there was numerous times in this episode where we were told that things were edited out by Rachel. She told us that she's like, Tino, you and I both know that the context was edited out to protect privacy. Do you want to go there? Because if we're going to go there, we got to provide context. So what is that even? And he said something about, I don't want to bring your family into this. Yeah. That was weird. I had no idea what that meant. She did make some reference, though, about the family previously. So maybe he was connecting those two things and that didn't have anything to do with it. But... I don't know what strange what that is about. Strange, but yeah, we're definitely not getting. The, I, I, I think, like you said, there's things edited out. I also don't think he's being forthcoming mm. of, um, you know, what transpired. But all that to say, I can imagine for their relationship, it would be very different if he just immediately after it happened came forward with honesty took ownership, said, I'm so sorry. Like, I can't believe I did this to you. Like, it was a, it was a lapse of judgment. Like, you mean the world to me. Like, please right. forgive me. And maybe I'm reading this wrong, but when Rachel was talking with Gabby and when Tino first came in, the energy that I was getting was that if he would have been, maybe not at the live point, but like at that point, right? right. That if he would have been like, I am so sorry, what I did was wrong, please forgive no me. excuse, um, I, it won't ever happen again or, you know, whatever, that she would be open to that. I'd love to work together on, like, finding ways to, like, right. create more trust Not in our relationship. Not that she owes him that by yeah. any stretch of the imagination, but no, I but think most, that, like, yeah. she might have been open to that. I wasn't getting the vibe when she was explaining I mean, I to would Gabby. Be, like, if some, you know, it's like, if someone was just like, I really fucked up, like, I'd be right. like, I get it. Like, I... And some people wouldn't be, and that's yeah, totally fine. Sure, if they're sure, like, no, you sure. broke my trust. We've been together for two for months sure. and you're already making out And also people have different... <laughs> Also, the whole comment, I'm sorry, but the whole comment about, like, there was this girl in the past, and then we bumped into each other at a bar, and of course had to catch up. I'm like, oh, you bumped into each other at also, a bar? You guys didn't thing. contact each other and meet up somewhere? Like, oh. It's funny, I didn't even think about that. But also, what I fixated on in that comment was he said, like, we had to catch up, and I'm like, oh, so you didn't catch her up on how you're engaged to someone? You right. didn't include that in the catch up? <sighs> there was just a lot of that. There was a lot of, and like... I- and it, you know what it what it did is it harkened back and it made me sad. It harkened back to their conversations where as soon as there was problems with the family, as soon as she was wanting to address that, he would be like, I love you. I'm falling in love with you and cover it up. We saw that, I think, but kind of in a reverse way in this situation where she's like, I, we need to talk about this. We need to figure this out. And he was just like, but can this even work? I'm leaving and like just kept walking out and um, and man, when he walked out that first time and was trying to take the mic off and he's just like she basically saying like she yeah, did he unbutton his shirt? Well, I think round two, everyone was like, why is his shirt off? I'm like, he clearly <laughs> he took his mic off before he hopped right. on that call. Whoever right. that call was with right. his lawyer, his dad, <laughs> the girl, who knows? But but the first time that he um, went out and was talking to a producer he made some comment and said, you know, she, she's trying to crucify me. 
she's had this, I can tell she has pl- this planned what she's going to say. Tell her to break up with me. Let me go. Let, let me, me go. go. But, you know, and I'm maybe he was walking in thinking it wasn't going to be as much of like a cameras in your face. This is the final moment. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't even know there was going to be cameras there. True. So we have to think about that situation. We have to think about that. But at the same time, too, when he says that she when he says that she had something planned, like, how dare she? I was like, Patino says the guy who brought his journal with him to read off these things. So clearly it was this. Come on. I just have to remind you. Can you do you remember how. Becca and Ari, she thought that it was going to be a happy couples weekend. And then they she thought that the cameras were just there to record footage for their happy couples weekend. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, but yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. You clearly came with he knew all these things a, that you yeah. came to say. Clearly he knew it was going to be a confrontation because we saw how he walked <sighs> up and walked in the house. I just really like did feel just I it just made me sad because it was just like, uh, this is so like wounded masculine like just like child state of not being able to like face someone's like like it was like yeah he could, and yeah betrayal. He, yeah he, yeah well or, or no i mean like he couldn't face her he couldn't face her disappointment in him even though he fucked right. up like so he saying, couldn't and like and him betraying oh, her oh, yeah, he couldn't yeah, face yeah. the fact that it was like no you just what you did was betrayal and that's <sighs> that yeah and we can grow and learn from it, but this isn't the time to be busting out receipts and <sighs> saying that y- you did all this. So this was very much, we've talked about this a bunch lately on the podcast, very much like um, when we keep relationship scoreboards where oh, yeah. it's like, well, you did this, 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 and that. So I did that. So, but it's less of a negative because you did these things. And it's like, no. Yeah. And it, I think it just made me sad and like, because we have the context of how his family was on live or not live on broadcast television. And we've seen just, it since on uh, Facebook. So I, I'm just like, oh, my. Yeah. He's got once yeah. he if he decides to go down that path of healing Tino's got a lot to, to deal with. Yeah. And now he's got the trauma from the show as well. So that's great. But anyway, we'll get there. But yeah, in the conversation, it was just so frustrating because every time and it, the exact it was literally the exact same thing that happened on stage later. Every time he would start to be like, I know what I did was wrong. And then he'd be like, but remember when you said you wouldn't wear the ring? And oh, it's like, man. oh, my God, stop. For the love of God, stop. <laughs> I just wanted to be like, tap me in. Tap me in to replace him for a second. To be like, stop. Enough. There was a moment. Enough. I don't know if you saw this, but there was a moment in the episode where um, he was when he was live on stage and he had like started like a full ownership apology. I know. And I, I was know. like, I stop it. Here, and all the girls, yeah, all the Caitlin, bachelorettes you see Caitlin were doing like, this enough. No, stop it. Stop it. Just leave it there. Cause it's, it just started because at first when he came out, I was like, okay, are we going to have like a proper ownership moment? And then, and then we can move on in the conversation. I know. No, and it was uh, cracked me up. I think he <sighs> said it at the house, not at the finale. He said, um, uh, Rachel, why do we have to keep circling back to this? <laughs> I 
like, because this is the whole reason why you guys like ended your engagement. What are you talking about? Well, and he said that too after she then was like, okay, well then explain this to me. And it was like not wanting to. He's like, to- do we have to harp on it? Do we really have to go there again, Rachel? It's like, oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I give her credit for... I have to give Rachel some serious credit for sitting in that conversation. Oh, yeah. When he kept, like, getting up and needing to leave. That was going into, like, I'm about to smash my phone against the wall territory. Oh, I would have been, like, I'm about to literally, like, punch my hand through the table because I'm so, like. Oh, I would have been out. I would have been, like, get out or I'm leaving. Like, I can't, this is not a conversation I can have. But she sat in it and was trying to explain to him I definitely would have sat in it, but I would have been screaming and punching oh. my fists into things. I would oh. be like, yeah, you just don't get it, do you? You just don't get it. My I voice would have, would have been quite <laughs> elevated. I'm like, if I would be in Rachel's position and I'd I be like. She was just shocked, though. Yeah, she did seem a little in like, shock. She did seem a little in shock. Because I'm like, if yeah, if I'm in that position, I am like are we really sitting here and this is about you making out with a girl? Also, what she was expressing to Gabby before, which I know would feel like I would well, this doesn't happen to me, but when you're on national television would feel like mass betrayal when you're trying to process through all that pain of your partner cheating on you is that he was, she said, very concerned with how he was going to look. So he was saying, let's not address this. Let's go into after the final rose and like (laughs) act basically like this didn't happen and let's not talk about this. And that then would feel to me a little more like the icing on the top where I'm like, okay, wait, do you care about me right now? Or are we now just concerned about how you're going to appear after this? Oh, yeah, that was just uh, wild. Also, I just thought, I thought it was crazy that he, he like, the biggest dirt she, he could bring up on her was, like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I'll wear the ring on after the final rose. I'm like, you should hear the things that I say when we get into our worst fights at home. <laughs> it certainly is. The thing that you could bring up in your diary certainly isn't, I don't know if I can do this. That's pretty par for the course. Yeah, that's just kind of called a relationship <laughs> conversation that's mild. That's a little bit of a disagreement. I don't know. Yeah, that, I was just like, this is... Okay. I mean, or like, I, I can't I, do the happy couple suite. Like, I just can't see you right now. I'm like, I want to well, sleep in a different bed. Fair. <laughs> fair. I, I don't mean, know. Yeah, yeah, and I understand that, that all that is painful, but I'm just like, how are you going to... I don't know. It was just clear that he was like, but this is why I cheated on you. He did allude and it was a really brief moment. So I was like, did I miss this? Mm. But he did allude on a stage later during the live portion that he was like, I didn't know how watching you on screen would affect me. Right. So I wonder if there's then a lot of jealousy coming up, seeing her relationship with the other men. Think about her first date with Zach, dude. That was what, in week two. It was intense. And then, and then like he brought up his ego and his like confidence and it's like, oh, was there tied to like him feeling that way? And then you, 
bump into this girl or call this girl right. and in a moment of insecurity mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure i i thought that i i mean i actually now that i'm thinking back on it i definitely can't imagine it being like week two watching the bachelor and rachel and zach are like sobbing into each other's eyes like just be, i'm like you know that's a little rough can i take your charger do you mind yeah um you know I just, if I was on the show, like, it would have to be a hard and fast rule for me to just not watch. I know. If I, if I, you know, was with the person. Well, did you know they I wouldn't do- watch even probably in general because I wouldn't want to see myself on screen. Did you know they do edited things where they'll give the couple all of their moments compiled? Wait, for real? And that's what I read in an article. Some bachelor or bachelorette said that they will give you, like, basically the real of all of your moments on the show together. Oh, well, that's nice. I don't know if that's true, but that sounds great. That sounds great. And I'd be like, I am simply will watch that. I will simply watch that. I'd maybe let myself go on Instagram and see the reactions of people. And then with that, of course, you'd see other reactions that the lead was having with, you know, different contestants, but there was no way I could watch it. it. I would get too much in my head with such a fresh relationship. Oh my God. It is wild to even watch. Like, I just remember watching it back and being like, whoa, I didn't realize that he had that kind of connection with blah, blah, blah. Like you're calling Ari. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I thought you didn't give a shit about her. What is happening here? I'm not even with him. Yeah. It's definitely like, <laughs> he's like married. <laughs> I mean, it definitely is like, you know, there's always girls or people where you're like, why are they still here? And then you're like, oh, there's something's happening between you guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, weird. Very weird. Oh, my God. I cannot imagine. I can. I can. I cannot. I'm not a super jealous person. I cannot imagine watching Gray's uh romantic encounters with like five other women on screen. No, please don't sign me up for that. Especially as it gets down to like the final two or three. Yeah. Like that's just unreal. That's unreal. No, I need to just not know. I'm okay if I don't know. If I don't know, I'm okay. Granted, none of the three guys, only, there was only one guy in every fantasy suite. Oh, that's... wait. Oh, and Gabby's. There was only, Eric was the only one who went to fantasy suites. Yeah. But Rachel, we there just was Ava. never heard from Jason again. No. All right. So let's just get into when they're actually on the stage thing. Basically, the exact same conversation happens again. Same conversation, except now in public, he comes out. There's booing. This is when I'm starting to to. I didn't notice the booing. There was booing, and because I was booing at my student. I'm just kidding. Listen, this was (sighs) okay. Okay, this was the nuance in this situation because there is nuance in it. Oh, can keep going. What Tino did was not okay. It was not good, and. He's on a TV show where we're talking about love. So this is going to come up and Rachel needs to have her time of like reconciliation and her moment talking about this and processing everything that he did. And so when I say this, this is by no means in defense of anything Tino did. I don't think anyone's going to take it that way either. But it went too far. Dude, at so, the very end, it so, went too oh, far. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, what, uh, the booing, whatever. It's par for the course. Not nice, but, you know, they do that. When they... It wasn't even just that they brought... First of all, we do have to talk for a second about Rachel's face when they Aven. said, like, we have... She, they didn't even say Avon. She was like, no. Like, they said, like, we have someone here. And she was like, you saw her face, like, be like, oh, my God. And I... And by the way, I have some tea about that, but... Keep okay. Going. Yeah. But she was like, 
oh my god like you could see her get all excited and then just Ava she was like oh my goodness mm-hmm. so like yeah no so what they decided to do was publicly humiliate Tino not only did they bring out Avon in front of him to Rachel for them to leave together what actually peeved me almost even more was that they gave him this also could be on JP they he had <laughs> zero stage direction so he yeah. stood there he was like can I leave like he's trying to get a cue of like do I sit do are you still talking to me do I stand do I go so he's just standing there looking like a freaking idiot and everyone is just like and, and he's just the butt of the joke and then he continues to stand there not knowing what to do with his <laughs> head in the shot as jesse's giving like the outro for the commercials but it's like he's just standing there like it just i just saw in that moment it was just like him as this like lost and forlorn little boy like yeah so embarrassed and just like had even no idea where to go or what to do just wanting it to be over wanting to fall through the floor and it was just like humiliation just for like i don't know a cheap laugh or something and i was like it said to Gray, I was like, dude, that was like heartbreaking. That was like totally, that was really like that kind of, that kind of broke my heart. And, but you know what? I was really surprised and I was really pleasantly surprised to then go online and see how much discourse there was about that being fucked up. And I was like, look at the internet, like having a little humanity for someone who well, was, uh, was, did something and wrong. And that's the thing, as far as, as my thoughts on this uh, go because I did see some people then going like saying like don't basically like don't say anything against Tino like protect him now like da 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 like listen okay <laughs> no because if for example this is a recap podcast and I saw what I saw and I saw it was done to Rachel and then I'm sorry but then when when we have the live he can he is responsible for his own words so that's on him for sure he had the opportunity to go up and simply be like i'm so sorry and just end it there he then was the one who started rolling with the butts the butt ands again that's then you know that's those are his own actions that then he's accountable for when they then did the avon situation that's when i was like hold the phone yeah this is cruel this is unnecessary. Also, I was really upset for Avon and Rachel in that circumstance because they could have made it a really beautiful moment where they said, okay, oh, Rachel, right. Rachel, Tino, any last words? No, okay, thank you so much, Tino. You can leave the stage and then be like, Rachel, I'm going to keep a little you surprise for a second. For you. We have a surprise because now it's tarnished for Rachel because Rachel is sitting af- right after that all of this. The whole situation was like overshadowed by yeah the tino situation right and she's literally coming off of volleying with tino so obviously blood pressure is through the roof and then out of nowhere palmer goes by the way there's someone here who really wants to see you and then for avon to then have to come out weird and have to figure out how to manage the situation and you know yeah super weird and which by the way he handled beautifully which of course it's avon our king but like that ruined it for him too because he could have had a really special moment when Tino's not on stage and he has his moment alone with Rachel. I know, that was just like Where he weird. could have run up and given her a hug, not be standing there awkwardly like, now now Tino's here and and I don't know. The tea on Avon though, 
So Bachelor, okay, Bachelor Rabbit Hole is the <laughs> Instagram to follow best content, hands down, obsessed. Um, Bachelor Rabbit Hole posted from, uh, was it Batch, is it Batch House Party, the Juliet? I don't know. Happy, er, not not Bachelor Happy Hour, but. Um, oh, yeah, ha- I don't know. It's Juliet's the host. I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm blanking. I feel terrible. But she had uh, an episode that she just posted. Apparently, after finale part one, Avon was hanging backstage because he wanted to talk with... In finale part one. Finale part one. So you were feeling that. You were like, we're waiting for Avon to come out. In finale part one, Avon was waiting to talk to Rachel, and apparently they had a little moment together backstage. Yeah, part one. Finale part one. After this, after the episode uh, wrapped, they were backstage. So then Avon wants to, wants to, you know, chat it up with Rachel. Well, it was so obvious how in love he was with her. And that, again, we were talking about it. But I just wondered if the bubble was going to burst off the show, you know, and like. I don't know. We then saw them a clip backstage quickly where he was like, not the mic was quiet, but he was like, yeah, you know, if we can then see what goes from there. And no, is that what he, was saying? he said Stop. something along those lines where he's like, yeah, and we can kind of take it from there. And, and, and I'm like, oh my gosh. I ship it. <laughs> I ship it. I really do think they're a good match together. I think that he would make Rachel feel so secure and safe, which is, I really think what she needs. She needs someone to be her rock and to be like a strong, firm guy for her. So I she can just get, get a, caught up in her romantic damsel in distress fantasy. I hope we get a stunning love story from Avon and Rachel and it ends up working out. Me too. But then going back to the Tino thing, I just, you know. It was just so sad. It was just, it was just the franchise un, unnecessary piling on of, again, where this franchise needs to have a villain and they need to have a hero. And it was one of those moments, which when I was talking about Eric at the top, where it was so clear that it was like, okay, we're going to make sure that because it worked out with Gabby and Eric, that we're going to make Eric it's going to be all good things with him like kind of exiting and give him like, you know, the benefit of the doubt with these texts and whatnot. Yeah. But when, then with Tino, we're going to make him the villain and like humiliate him. Oh yeah. Publicly. Yeah. No, I just, uh, I was just like encouraged by so many people online being like, this isn't right. And I was like, yeah, yes, we don't have to. Hum- yeah. And that's the thing where it's like, it can be nuanced where it's like what he did was not okay. And it was wrong and it was really hurtful. And yeah. then the way that he handled it after was not okay. Yeah. But then it was taken too far. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yes. And dude, the man is uh, so often when you see people like this too, it's like, oh, better believe he is suffering. He's in his own little miserable world mm. already. He is I don't believe, I don't know him, but I don't think he's living in his truth. Don't think he, I think he's very lost. And yeah, we don't need to inflict like a public punishment on him. He's, he's, he's feeling it. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I was, I was happy to see so many people like standing up for him and being like, that wasn't right. So, um, <laughs> again, I'm like, was that, was did the choreography go awry with Jesse Palmer? No, I think they thought like, oh yeah, let's bring him up with Tino there. Imagine, imagine Jesse Palmer like did had the wrong cue, and that's really what it was. 
is that he was supposed to send Tino off and then he took it into his own hands. Did you say or did someone, did you just say it or did someone else say it that he hugged Rachel? Yes, yeah, you Evan said- was like, Evan was on the floor. He's like, what is going on right now? Oh, I'm dying. He hugged Rachel and he's before standing up. To get to and then Tino's standing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know Tino, Tino's head was just in the camera angle. Usher as Tino <laughs> off the stage. And get a handler in there. Get him into some therapy. <laughs> Let him stay off the internet for a hot minute and then let Avon and Rachel have their own private moment on stage. And you know Tina's going to get home and his dad's going to be like, I told you not to go on that stupid show. Oh, God. Not Joe. Isn't that just sad? Not Joe. Yeah. Told you not to go on that show. Maybe listen to your dad sometimes. I know a thing or two. Then he's just going to shuffle over to watch. He's like, hey, dad, can we talk about sports? Stop. (laughs) That's well, just the vibe I get. So, I'm um, thoughts and prayers to him. I'm thinking of him. Well, after that, we had the whole Gabby sitch, which we've discussed, and then we were, uh, we were introduced to our, we were introduced to our batch. Let me tell you, we didn't need 50 minutes of airtime for that. They were trying to fill in that time. Well, did you notice at the very end too that like there was a few extra minutes? Yes, I and did. then Jesse Palmer was like. After the, pre- the 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 preview for no, VIP, and he was just like, "By the way, what are your fears, Zach?" Like they're trying to. <laughs> it's like they were literally trying to get things to talk about. I'm like, I got something you can talk about. I mean, like my God, but we're announced Zach is Bachelor. And I think they also didn't probably anticipate that Zach was going to give two word answers for every question asked. I'll say this. Oh, I really hope that he has an exciting cast because that was a rough 50 minutes. Was Jesse? I felt like he wasn't joking when he wasn't being sarcastic when he said, finally, someone who doesn't look like me. I don't think he was joking. I don't think so. (laughs) And then Gray's like, it literally looks like just a younger version of him again. But we were like, I don't think Jesse was, I think he was being serious. We have Jesse 2, now it's Jesse 3.0 after Clayton. I'm like, what? Who was before Jesse? Oh, to Jesse. First there was Jesse. There was then Jesse. There then Clayton, there was Jesse 2.0. And then there came. <laughs> then, then Thank there you for clarifying. Zach. Yeah. The same person. It's the same person. It's like a gingerbread man. I think man. he was serious. <laughs> now we have someone that doesn't look like me. I'm like. Self-aware? I think not. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, so there was that. But yeah, Zach, continue on. I think you were saying just with Zach. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I guess just oh, you said you really hoping for cast. a very exciting cast because um, it was frightfully uncomfortable to hear the interview. And I can't <laughs> lie to you and tell you that I remember a word because I was just at that point that I was just on the memes on the internet. Do you remember though how bad Hannah Brown was though? I don't know if you remember, but Hannah Brown just could not put together a sentence even Very true. during that live entrance thing, uh, intro thing. This may be the end of Zach as we know it. I think producers are going to, um, we thought producers were going to have a field day with Clayton. I feel like this is going to be a next level. Also, Zach's 
as we were told many times, uh, he's what, 25? So that means a lot of the women are probably going to be quite young that are cast, which means it's going to be wild. But we did get to meet five of the women. Okay, if you already start out wild, what on earth happened with the first girl? Well, they had to bleep that out. Did she swear? Maybe she tripped over her words and said, oh, fuck. Like, what happened? It was a long bleep, too. And there was no explanation. I thought that my, my computer was down. No. And then she said something like, oh, I'm not supposed to say. Like, there was like a. This is this is also after, by the way, when, you know, they announce that that the audience interaction is going to be that we get to give the first impression rose to someone, which I think that was a fun idea, like in concept. But I saw everyone posting about this. Why didn't they let us pick The Bachelor? Can you imagine how incredible that would have been (laughs) if they brought up five potential options and America on the spot? Like Jesse Palmer interviews the five guys and on the spot. America could have could have chosen The Bachelor. Wow. That would have been incredible. That would have been crazy. And I can guarantee Zach would not have been the choice. God bless him. Who would who would we have done though? This is what I was kind of racking my brain with. It seems like Avon wants to give shoot his shot with Rachel. That's the thing, it really does. I don't doubt that it was thrown out to Avon and that Avon is interested in Rachel. We love it! We love it! Um, so much but you know (sighs) but also you know what I'm gonna say if Brandon doesn't walk away with the love of his life on BIP that is that should have been our bachelor sickening feeling he's gonna be on for like two days and then he's gonna be gone I can't even emotionally handle that sentence if Brandon is not on the beach the whole time and doesn't find love and then on top of that if Brandon's on our bachelor the level of rage I, I think will it's feel. gonna happen. I love Brandon so much. Every time his face is on the screen with those BIP I know, clips. People, some people just like really don't like him. We're what is wrong with people? For, I they think he's just too much, but I just think he's so authentically him. God, I love him so <laughs> much. I'm so in love. I mean, the he's level just, of simp is... I, I just love how he puts it all out there. I love him so He's in tune with himself. He's living in his drought. Brandon, please, please recognize us and see us. Sensitive, emotional king. But that would have been the perfect he would have been the perfect bachelor. I don't want that to happen to him though, because I don't want them to hurt him. But he also would maybe find the love of his life, but maybe he finds it on paradise if he he stays longer than two days. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, the women, so the first one already was off to a rocky start with them having to bleep out everything that she said. Yes. Um, <laughs> Brooklyn. That was awkward. Brooklyn. And this was after the fake limo came on the screen and Jesse walked us step by step through. Here it is. Remember that feeling? It's pulling up around the bend. I'm like, stop it right now. This is not an audio book. It needs to end. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. You're not, this is not, yeah. Uh, the audio theater. Um, so... That there was that. Then after her, what was the next girl's name? The girl Brianna, who, won. who no, she she the girl Brianna, who won the yeah. rose. She by far, like fully crushed it more than anybody. Okay, well, and then it was Bri- Brianna and um. Well, the southern girl I thought Chris- had the audience for sure. I was Christina. like, here we go. Yeah, but Another- no, Brianna came up, and Brianna 
was like so confident, mm-hmm. had the selfie. Zach made it awkward oh, yeah, because yeah. he couldn't figure no, I know. out no, no. the camera. Yeah. And she was trying to like play with him. And then she was Tucked and then in when it, she was thing. when she was uh getting the little photo ready, she was like, So how are you feeling? And then she slipped <laughs> it in his pocket. And <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She and the other girl were the two best. And after she won, by the way, when they were standing up there together, I was like, This is our bachelorette. The level of confidence yeah. this man could he is it's, he's malfunctioning right now. But yeah, so there was... I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and think because it was on. he was on the live stage. I think so. And also, Jesse Palmer was saying remember their names. What was her name again? The first girl was Brooklyn. Second girl Brooklyn, was... Brooklyn, Brianna. Brianna. Who's the Southern Belle girl? Well... Not because I loved her, but because I was like, oh boy, here we go. Another Alabama sweetheart. And I think well, she's from Tennessee, but... Bailey was next. Yeah, Daily Bailey. The only name I did remember, thanks to her little rhyme. Well, I Zach need that didn't to remember it. He's like, morning Balin. What's a morning Balin? <laughs> Balin, no, Daily Bailey. That's what rhymes. My God. <sighs> then next was Cat, who was wild. I was Kat very stressed was, watching. I Kat. felt like she was. She reminded me of a Rock of Love. She would have slayed on Rock of Love. What a call! Yeah, she was wild. She was. The energy was pulsating. He, it was going all flying above his head. Yeah, he Everything. could not handle. He the whole time too had his back a little bit turned, so the camera wasn't quite getting him. Yeah. And he really wasn't Cheat out. And then was Christina the influencer. Oh, that's her title? Yeah, she's an influencer. Yeah, no. That, that's I I she just overshadowed everyone cuz I was just like, "Oh god, here we go. America's sweetheart again." Oh, just like down, just like back home. That's like that's like a taste of taste of the front porch. I'm like, I, oh my god, shut up. I looked at Evan <laughs> and I was like, "I think we have one of our main villains on our hands." I feel it in my bones. Really? Yeah, not that she what was seemed, her name? not that she seemed mean, but I just, you know the energy? Yeah. I'm like, I feel like we're going to have a problem. Well, with people this are going to have an issue with her being the influencer. Christina is her first Christina name. Christina the influencer. Yes, or social media something. That was the title. Okay. And, uh... Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you know that uh, Jordan Kimball is married? I did, actually. Oh, okay. Sorry to digress. Oh, Christina Mandrell is related to country royalty. Yes. Who the hell is the country royalty? I saw it, Barbara Mandrell, but I don't know. I don't really I don't follow country, so I don't know if this is Given a legend. the last name, many naturally wondered if Christina was related to Barbara Mandrell. I definitely wondered myself. It's actually her aunt. Well, look, they both have famous aunts and uncles that's true so Barbara maybe they can, can meet pat maybe they can bond wow they're let's, gonna have that in common let's see how many followers she has so far Thirty-seven thousand. she's building she's building she's living she's laughing she's loving and you know let's see what happens maybe oh, she's divorced oh really she has a reel pinned on her Instagram when your ex-husband and his girlfriend start bickering and they're hanging out on a boat together. Interesting. Does she have a daughter? Okay, this is... I'm actually now very intrigued by her. People who have slumber... Oh, she's kind of doing a whole mom talk thing on her reel. People who have slumber parties with their ex-husband's new girlfriend and she says co-parenting be like. 
I'm intrigued. Team Christina Mandrell. (laughs) Suddenly, I want to. She is going to. Yeah, she's going to rock the boat for sure. So sorry, Christina. I don't mean to. No, she might be the new villain. Premonition for you. And I hope Godspeed to you and that everything goes well for all of you ladies. But I just I had that feeling right away that I was like, we're coming in as an influencer that confident. We might have a problem on our hands. She's got a six or seven year old daughter. And yeah, she does a lot of reels about like how I co-parent and hang out with my ex's girlfriend that's we'll see. people are gonna be like she is has a threesome with her and oh her my ex-husband gosh you think the girls girlfriend. are so jeez i hope not for her sake jeez lord this is gonna be <laughs> great yeah she probably will be look she's gonna be probably the star of the season in one way or another mm-hmm. good or bad mm-hmm. god bless her hope she gets some followers well, out of Brianna it Brianna is locked in she has a first impression rose, which yes, means she is. that she <laughs> will not go home first episode. I know. I was like, that's an amazing, yes. uh, that is an amazing, what's it called? Guarantee to get. Yes. Like, at least I'm packing my bags and staying for the first couple weeks. Okay. And then Jesse made some comment. He's just like, yeah, you could wear, you don't, you don't have to worry now. You could wear your sweats or whatever. And she's like, oh no, I'll definitely be doing too much. She's like, look at me now. Yeah, I'm like, you think, no. You see me in my cute Do little pink Y2K It's like, no, please. Outfit. I'm showing up looking 10 out of 10. Jesse. Unfortunately, the mic pack was really not adding to the perfect look that she had on. <sighs> Those but. mic packs. Um, well, I mean, that's that. We bounced all over, but my God, that was a lot to take in. Yeah. Overall, the season was an absolute disaster. Didn't disappoint. But it did in- interest us and intrigue us. It interest us. It interest us. It was of interest. And Broads, thank you for joining us. Best to along. Gabby and Rachel on your guys' journey. We hope yeah. you're both in love and have happy, healthy relationships. Yes. Sending all of our love to Rachel as she's healing. Gabby, Dancing with the Stars, um, she crushed her first dance. She? Holy smokes. It was incredible. What so, score did she get? Um, she got like a, three. No, she got three, four sevens. Wow. Yeah, she was like girl. top three. That's cool. She was incredible. Awesome. I would have given her all tens. I'm like, I don't see any flaw in any of this. This is all Whenever perfect. I watched Dancing with the Stars, I'm like, this is pretty good. And they're like, five. I'm I like, know. What? I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, this was perfect. Like, damn, Perfection. ballroom da- professionals over here. Oh my God. It does help when one half is a professional of the team. <sighs> anyway. Um, well, we did it. We recap the season. Wow. Broads, thank you for journeying with us on this, I mean, truly historic season. Two bachelorettes. Incredible. And uh, Tuesday, we have a important episode. Um, we got some things to discuss. So, tune in Tuesday. And we love you. Chat and we soon. love you, Broads. Chat soon. <laughs>